rum business. I'm sorry? Oh, excuse me. Just uh, a story in the paper happened to catch my eye. Minor happenstance in Rome. Rome? You know the city. No, I... I've been a little out of touch of late. It's of no account. A kerfuffle in the catacombs or such nonsense. The catacombs? May I see? I'm sure it's not fit for woman's eyes, but of course. Be my guest. Most obliged. One of the most interesting discoveries of recent years is that of the new catacomb in Rome, which lies some distance to the east of the well-known vaults of St. Calixtus. The finding of this important burial place, which is exceedingly rich in most interesting early Christian remains, is due to the energy and sagacity of Dr. Julius Berger who is rapidly taking the first place as an authority upon ancient Rome. Although the first to publish his discovery, it appears that a less fortunate... So, what do you make of my basket of trinkets? Trinkets? Oh, you know full well the import of... Or do you, I wonder? Could I perhaps offer some assistance in their interpretation? Interpretation? Perhaps. Can you translate this inscription? I took a copy from the stone. Here, if you would know, lie heaped together a whole crowd of holy ones. Quite so. Your Latin is immaculate. You took notes of the rest. I take it there are more artifacts. Many more? Perhaps. Your words can only mean one thing. You have stumbled upon a new catacomb. No other place could conceal so vast a store of relics. I cannot say more. I knew it. (laughs) Where is it? Suffice to say it remains hidden beyond a chance in a million of rediscovery. Its date appears to be unique, and I fancy its deepest vault was reserved for the burial of none but the highest early Christians. Were they not plundered in antiquity? They appear intact, which is why I must guard their secrecy. The scoundrels here would strip it bare in a trice. And you've not said a word? Not one. Before now. I could help you catalogue the artifacts. You said the task was beyond any single man. I have little else to occupy my time. Look here, Berger. You have my word. You can trust me implicitly. All the same. Oh, I quite understand your feelings. Perfectly natural, old chap. But you have nothing whatever to fear. On the other hand, Yes? Well, if you don't share your secret, I would not rest until I found it for myself. Indeed. I would have no option but to undertake a most systematic and exhaustive search. I get what I want, Berger, and sooner rather than later. I should most certainly discover your treasure trove for myself, and, in that case, I would have no prior obligation. So you would have me share the glory? Anything but... I merely offer to lighten your labor, but the glory rightly remains yours. Well, undue discretion has done me little favor in the past. Is that really all you desire? I only crave your trust, perhaps a little information. If I asked the same, would you so readily supply it? Of course, my dear fellow, without reserve or hesitation. When did you ever want for help? Quite so, quite so, but... If I were to ask some more intimate thing, 
would you be so accommodating? This new catacomb is very close to my heart. To trust you with its secret, I might expect some equal confidence in return. Alas, I have no such grand discovery to offer you. If you have no professional intelligence of equal import, let us pick a more personal matter. Hmm, a capital idea. You could settle one trifle for me. That tittle-tattle in the summer break. Oh, what was her name? Oh, I have no idea. Mary, was it? Mary Saunderson? Miss Mary Saunderson? What the devil do you mean? What sort of question is this? If you mean it as a joke, you never made a worse one. There is no jest implied. I know nothing of your personal affairs. I fail to see your interest in mine. Academic curiosity, nothing more. Well, I, I do recall the woman, I believe. Such incidents have the fascination of the unknown for me. Just as you are entranced by my necropolis. I believe I knew the woman by sight, had even spoken once or twice. I should very much like to hear what occurred between you. Why is that, Berger? There were rumors of impropriety. I'm sure you can dispel them. If I'm to trust you with such a prize, I must know you are trustworthy. Oh, anything but that. I beseech you. That's all right. I quite understand. It was only my whim, to see if you would surrender a secret as easily as you expect me to give up mine. You wouldn't, and I didn't expect it. Quite so. And so, of course, you'll respect my discretion in turn. There. St. John's striking ten. It is late for this poor bachelor. I must make for my rooms. No. Wait a moment, Berger. Oh, this really is a ridiculous caprice of yours. It was nothing but an old affair which burned out months ago. If it is nothing, then... We English still look upon a man who kisses and tells as the greatest coward and villain of all. And even in New York, a man who betrays a woman is a cad of the First Order. Well, I'm glad to hear it. He should merit the ultimate censure. But this assignation of yours was the talk of the common room. You inflict no further injury by clearing her case with me. I'm sorry, Berger. Are you? Are you really? Still, I respect your scruples. Buona nota, my friend. Sir, see reason. Another glass, perhaps. I am keen, more than keen, upon this catacomb business, I must confess. I can't let it drop so easily. Come, ask me something else in return, something not quite so eccentric. No, no. You have refused my entreaty, and there is an end of it. If the secret cost you not to reveal, then nothing would be proved by its sharing. No doubt you are quite right not to answer. Again, my dear Kennedy, I must bid you good night. Hold on, old fellow. See here. I still think this is a most ridiculous fancy, but you are free to set your condition, and I suppose I must submit. I hate to say anything about a girl, even a girl like that, but I don't suppose I can betray much you didn't know already. So... Ask your questions, and we'll move to matters of more As you consequence. Like. May I have another cigar? Thank you very much. I never smoke when I work, but I enjoy a civil chat much more when under the influence of tobacco. Now, as I say, I saw her once or twice in town, but then after the scandal... Misunderstanding at most. Where did she disappear to? Oh, I believe she left Lady Rude's service by mutual consent, and returned to her family in Ireland. And how long was your... I knew her less than a month, three weeks if that. Love? Was it love? No. Love cannot evaporate in three weeks, so I presume you never loved her. Of course not. Don't be absurd. But still you pursued her, scuppered her employment, wrecked her reputation... 
left her too shy to even think of courting another man, I'll be bound. I don't see the sense of it, Kennedy. I really don't. You're a logical fellow, but logic plays no part in this. I spoke only of love. Oh, love is a big word and hides many shades of feeling. She took my fancy. You may remember she's comely enough. But for all that, an Irish girl of such middling circumstances. <laughs> I never really could have loved then, her. my dear Kennedy, why did you bother? Pick her like a daisy only to cast her aside. The adventure of the thing, perhaps. You are so fond of adventures. Where would life's variety be without them? It was for adventure that I took up archaeology, and yes, paid her attention too. I've chased some wild game in my time, but there's no chase like that of a pretty woman. Is that so? There was the piquant difficulty of it too. As the companion of Lady Emily, it was almost impossible to see her alone. Like a climber on the Matterhorn, every obstacle attracted me. On top of which, and here's your secret if you must... I learned from her own lips one night Do that tell. she had pledged her troth to another. Heavens! To whom? Oh, she mentioned no names. Some foolishness. Barely an engagement. They'd sent letters little more. And that added a spice. Certainly. Why lie and deny it? The apple you steal from your neighbor's tree is always sweeter than your own. I have never stolen anything. Then you will not know the greatest thrill is to escape with your skullduggery. Indeed. But then, alas, disaster struck. I found she cared for me. She'd fallen. Fallen at first sight of you. I've read of such things, but... Oh, no, no. It took three months of sapping and mining, but... Well, however much I wanted her body, I had no use for her heart. I'd assume she'd known the travels for my work precluded me from formal attachment, but... Well, let us just say we had a delightful time. For as long as these things last. Three weeks a month? Oh, it is enough to know a woman. What of the other men, I wonder? Oh, we are rational men, are we not? It is survival of the fittest. If he'd been the better chap, she'd not have dropped him for this fling. Look, I grow tired. Let us drop the subject now. Only one more thing. How did you rid yourself of her unwanted affections? Well, she made some foolish suggestion of accompanying me to Rome, and I naturally rebuffed her. Her father turned up at the hotel in London. There was a scene. The whole thing became so unpleasant that it really was the kindest thing to slip away. Now, I entreat you not to repeat a word of what... My dear Kenneth, not a soul will know we've met tonight. I am glad. I myself made no mention. Now, I must be as good as my word. You wish to know about my catacomb? At last. It is beyond my poor powers of description. There. There is nothing for it. Burger, I must insist. I had no choice. After all I said... Calm yourself. I merely meant I must show you myself. None know of its location but me. That would be splendid. When could you spare the time? Next month, perhaps, before I return to King's College? Next month? Oh, tomorrow. The sooner the better. Sleep will stay a stranger tonight. Tonight, you say? Well, it is a beautiful night. Though a trifle cold, perhaps. But, if you truly would have no sleep... It would seem a shame to waste it. This very night? What a capital idea! As you wish, then. But we must take care to keep the matter to ourselves. If a colleague saw us on the hunt together, they might suspect something was afoot. Indeed. To say nothing of the vandals who would plunder its depth for ten lire. Not a word to anyone, then, I swear. Just as my secret's safe with you. 
We can't be too cautious. Is it far? Some miles, perhaps, from here. Not too far to walk, though. Oh, no. We could stroll there easily enough. We had better do so, then. Akabi's suspicions would be aroused if you dropped us at some lonely spot in the dead of night. Sharp thinking, my boy. Let us go our separate ways to prepare, then. Prepare? And meet again at the gate of the Appian Way. Shall we say midnight? Why not go now? I must have waited my lodgings for the matches and candles and things. Patience, my boy. That chamber has waited nigh on two millennia for your embrace. It can wait an hour more. Yes, yes, of course. Forgive my impetuous nature. At midnight, then. And remember, not a word of our endeavor. No one knows of this place but you. Not a soul. All right, Berger. It is most thoughtful of you to share your secret, but I know what a burden they can be. Goodbye for the present. You will find me at the gate at twelve. Here already, Kennedy. You are as ardent in your work as your affairs of the heart. I assure you my heart had nothing to do with it. I must confess I came straight from the cafe. I thought it best to leave no clue. By Jove, though, I am chilled to the bone. Come on, Berger. Let us warm ourselves by a spurt of hard walking. A good night for it. My heart is light now our secrets are shared. We are comrades in arms on this adventure. How much further? We are past the catacombs of St. Callistus. Ah, such zest for the chase. Not far now, my friend. See, the bastion of Cecilia Metella. Now, as I recall, the path we branch off lies somewhere here. Yes, this is it. Round the corner of the Trattoria. Now careful. It grows narrow, across the Campania marshes. Perhaps I'd better go in front, and you can follow. Through here? Under the arch of the great aqueduct? Indeed. Hurry now. See the crumbling circle which marks the old arena. Now to the right, that lowly cowhouse over there lurking in the shadows. Surely your magnificent catacomb is not ensconced inside a cattle buyer. The entrance is. It makes a capital disguise. Does the farmer know of the wonders under his feet? He is ignorant as you were this evening. He found one or two shards which came my way and sparked my curiosity for more. I rented from him for a pittance, excavated it myself, hidden by these ramshackle walls. Come in now, man, and shut the door behind you. Shield my lantern with your great coat. It might excite remark if anyone glimpsed a light through the slats in this lonely place. I dress as a peasant by day here. No one suspects a... Come now. Help me prize this board. Oh, heavens. They mask an aperture in stone and steps cut into the very bowels of the earth. Quite so, dear boy. Filled with earth and rubble they were. A thousand buckets or more I cleared. I must see. Let me pass. Temper your enthusiasm, my friend. 
It is a perfect rabbit's warren below. Once you lose your way down there, the chances are a hundred to one against your ever coming out again. Wait until I bring the light. Now follow, carefully. How did you find your way at first? I was slow and methodical, as is my way. Even so, I had some very narrow escapes at first, but I have gradually learned to go about. So, anyone could learn? In time. There is a certain system to it, but one a neophyte, where he lost in the dark, could not possibly divine. Even the first steps are difficult, and then every passage divides and subdivides a dozen times before you go a hundred yards. Is it really that extensive? You will explore it all in time, I'm sure. Twenty more feet, and round the turn you will come up a chamber, hewn from the tufa more than two millennia ago. Yes, I see it. Hold up the lantern. Oh, my word. What is the way to the central vault? There must be half a dozen passages from here. And each will branch a dozen times, radiating from this common core. Quite remarkable. So, what is the way? Let me lead now, and you must follow closely, my friend. Do not loiter to look at anything upon the way. But... The place I will deliver you contains the final prize. It will save us time to go direct. Don't fret now. You'll have the rest of your days to wander the byways. Now left, I believe, at this particular bifurcation, then perhaps the second right. Are you sure? I see no fresh signs to mark the way. Temporary signposts could be lost or misaligned, and I could not bring myself to mar the stone. Then should you not check your map to be certain? I have no map but in my mind. Burger! Maps are all too readily lost or stolen. Have no fear. I know exactly what I'm doing. My word. So many bodies piled on every side. The walls are made of bone. Packed like immigrants on a migrant ship, the Christians of old Rome. How many corpses must rest here? Ten thousand? Ten thousand times, a hundred times more. My word, what a privilege to walk here. Let us not disturb their slumbers when our treasure still awaits. But even here, inscriptions, funeral vessels, pictures, vestments, utensils... Don't dawdle, sir. All resting where they were laid so many centuries ago. What a find! The earliest and finest of the catacombs, I am sure. See here, every side is crammed with them. A city of the dead. You said yourself, a veritable necropolis. And perfectly preserved. There can be no other egress save the one we use tonight. I say, Burger. What would happen if the light went out? I have a spare candle and a box of matches in my pocket. I am relieved. Have you any matches? No candle at all? No. You, you had better furnish me with some supply. I have mine safe in a tobacco tin. There is no chance of our separation just so long as you keep up. Yes, yes, of course. And how far are we going? It seems to me that we have walked half a mile already. More than that, I think. I count my paces, don't you? There is really no limit to the tombs on the periphery. 
At least, I have yet to find any. Ah, this is a very difficult place now, and the limit of my memory. So what now? We turn back? Perhaps that's best. I thought you wanted adventure. Where is your classical education now? Like Theseus in the lair of the Minotaur. I will use my ball of string. Here, tie this end. Not to the skull, that nub of stone. Make sure it stays fast. Like so? Tie the knot double, just to be sure. Now it can be your turn for the lead. I will carry the coil here in my breast pocket, and pay it through my fingers to the ground as we advance. Fascinating. I would happily serve the rest of my career here. One could wander here a lifetime, and never want for something new. How much longer before the central crypt? Not long now. Ten minutes, perhaps. The lantern stays strong. Keep going. I say, have, have you a sip of water? I took a generous libation before I came. It is dry as a... We cannot rest, but if you weaken, we could perhaps return before the final prize. No, 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 no. Press on. I am recovered. Good man. Now right, then left, then left again. Or is it... No, second left, to be sure. Are you quite certain of our route? This maze is beyond me. You will forget the privations of the trip once we complete our journey. I hope... Raise your eyes, sir. Burger. Ah, magnificent, isn't it? I am always amazed. This chamber must span sixty feet or more. Indeed. Hewn from the living tuffa itself. And see over there, that square pedestal. Swing the lantern this way. Oh, why, yes. It's topped with slabs of marble. And to what end do you surmise? By Jove, a Christian altar. There can be no doubt about it. Here, see the little consecration cross cut upon the corner. No doubt this circular space was used as a church during the early persecutions. That is my conjecture, too. And see, the bodies tucked into these niches in the walls. I believe them to be early popes and bishops of the church. Yes, I see. Still draped in the rags of their mitres, their croziers, and full canonicals. A most singular state of preservation. Unique indeed. Bring the lantern over, Berger, for I want to see them all. How on earth has this survived a secret for so long? Do you know how many wrong turns there are between this chamber and the stairs we first ascended? Countless. Well, at least I lost count long ago. No doubt a means of protection the first Christians adopted. Quite so. If the odds were a hundred to one against one getting in, there are ten thousand or more getting out. Thank heavens we have your ball of strength. Even if he had a light and ample water, the odds would be stacked if he had no other guide. The first of the popes. And in the dark, it would be next to impossible. So I dare say. Do you think the early bishops... And the darkness is something quite dreadful, Kennedy. I tried it once for an experiment. Have you ever stood in absolute darkness? It is like drowning. Worse than drowning. Like being buried alive. 
Again, my words fail me. Let me teach the lesson now. Burger, the light. Calm yourself. I merely doused it for effect. Where are you? Don't move. You'll fall and bark your knees. Or crack your skull. Or worse. The dark. Ah, yes. The dark, Kennedy. It's like a solid thing. The assailant's hands pressing over your eyes. A quicksand tucking your legs down. A wall you can no more bluster your way through than you might push through a mountain. That will do, Berger. You've made your point. Let us have the lights again. You wanted to know them. The denizens here. Inhabit their world. Enough of this tomfoolery. We have work to do, Berger. Is that all that matters? Of course. What else is there? Berger? I'm here. Now here. You seem uneasy, friend Kennedy. Go on, man, light the lantern. It is a singular thing, but I cannot for the life of me tell by your voice in which direction you stand. Could you tell where I am now? No, indeed. You you seem to be on every side of me. If not for the stout string in my hand, I would not have the first notion which way to turn. I dare say not. Strike a light, man. Perhaps it's best we head back. You have seen all you wanted to see? The light, damn you. Calm yourself, man. I warn you, I have a knife. A knife? Purloin from the cafe. And what use would a knife have been? I... to mark my way. Or clear an inscription. Of course, of course. What other reason would you bring a knife here? Or wait till you made the chamber to reveal it? Here. You may have it, damn you. You wanted an adventure. An obstacle to amuse. Have two thousand. Each a blind turn in the dark. No. Survival of the fittest, don't you know? Burger. Save your strength. You may need it. The way back has its tricks, I must admit. But you need not hurry. You have a few days. For the love of God. And should you halt to catch your breath a time or two, perhaps think of Mary Saunderson. And if you treated her fair. Mary? Yes. Perhaps think of poor Mary before you curse her fiancé. Burger? Burger? Burger! Damn you! Although the first to publish his discovery, it appears that a less fortunate adventurer had anticipated Dr. Burger. Mr. Kennedy had, with inexplicable rashness, ventured into the virgin labyrinth without, as far as can be discovered, taking with him either candles or matches, so that his sad fate was the natural result of his own temerity. What makes the matter more painful is that Dr. Julius Berger was an intimate friend of the deceased. His joy at the extraordinary find which he has been so fortunate as to make has been greatly marred 
by the terrible fate of his comrade and fellow worker. Ma'am, are you... The rocking of the train, when reading, leaves me a trifle nauseous. Your paper. Thank you. Should I call someone, miss? Miss, are you quite well? Someone meeting you in Cork? An acquaintance over from London. I'm unsure if I'll make the appointment. Perhaps a cup of tea in the dining car? I'd be happy to assist you. Thank you. If you don't mind, perhaps leave your paper here. The New Catacomb by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle starred Cliff Thompson as Berger, Nick Milton as Kennedy, Liz Madden as the young woman, Dylan A. as the young man. The music was composed and performed by Bill Price. The New Catacomb was produced by Phil Janvier for Against the Crowd Productions.